0: there once again, uh, not about family, not about us family, sorry. Uh, Once again, I'm Scott. I'm Christian.
1: I'm Brad. And this is not about us.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us again on another Genesis podcast. As always, I've forgotten what number it is, or I have no idea where we are, but that's okay. I'm good.
1: And the last one that I have not yet edited says 50-ish. 50-ish? So, so we still don't know So we're exactly. still not sure. So we're,
0: <laughs> we're around there somewhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, today we've got a guest with us. Do uh, you mind introducing yourself? Uh, my name's Christian Flores. All right. And uh we kind of mentioned uh, uh Brad and I a uh, uh, couple of our last podcasts we talked about uh the group a family life. That I lifted you guys up, gave you a shout out uh and the, he's one of the gentlemen from that. He's been so kind enough to help us out today. He's gonna sit with us on our Genesis podcast, and hopefully a conversation will get that in, so I'll keep going here uh but before we start, as always, this is not about us, and we want to. Uh, give this up to the one it is about. Brad, do you mind starting us off in prayer? Absolutely.
1: Father, thank you for today. Thank you for podcast day. We cannot do this without you. We need to make sure that this is being done correctly, and it it's used to glorify you. So will you be here with us today, especially today, as we have a special guest with us here, the words... You know, wherever two or more are gathered in his name, he is also there. Well, we're lucky enough today that we have three of us. So thank you for that. Thank you for this day. And let glory and praise and worship be to you forever and
0: ever. Amen. 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 Thank you for that. Okay, so I'll just jump in. Uh, Don't want to speed through, want to stop where we need to stop, but... uh, I uh, don't want to take too long just wandering around. Mm-hmm. So I'm at Genesis 9. Now, what I've been doing, I kind of shared with you, I'm in Genesis. I've just been going verse by verse through the whole thing. We're up to Genesis 9 right now. Okay. So I'll read from you, and I'll let you know. Um, I read, unless I say otherwise, I read from the Hebraic Roots version. Okay. Uh, you hold on, I'm in Genesis 9? Absolutely. Genesis 9, right, right off the bat. So we're going to go 1 through 7. All
1: right.
0: You ready? Yep. Jumping in. Okay, so Genesis 9, 1 through 7. And Elohim blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you <coughs> shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and upon all with which the earth teems and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hands are they delivered every moving thing that lives shall be food for you, as the green herb have I given you all. Only flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall you not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man, Even at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of Elohim made he man. And you, be you fruitful and multiply, swarm in the earth and multiply therein. Okay, so right off the bat, the first thing that jumped out at me as I was studying this, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. This is exactly the same blessing that God gives to Adam and Eve when he creates them, but he changes it. In, in Genesis 1.28, and Elohim blessed them, and Elohim said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. He does not give and subdue it to Noah here. He leaves that out. And so I, that's what got me thinking, what has changed? Yeah. So he gives exactly the same blessing to Noah and his family coming off the ark that he gave to Adam and Eve, except he stops there, and he leaves off and subdue it. So that got me thinking, why? Why is Noah Noah, sorry, uh, not commanded to subdue the earth? What is going on here that has changed? And I came up with a couple things, so I'll throw these by you and see what you got here. Uh, these are just a couple of thoughts that hit me right off the bat. First of all, in Genesis 1.28, when, when God gives the original command, man is still perfect. He has not sinned yet. So he's commanded to subdue the earth. So the difference between then and now is sin. Man is no longer perfect. So does this mean that only a perfect man can subdue the earth? Does this mean that Jesus, the second Adam, a sinless man, is needed to come and take our place as the subduer? I had another thought too. Or does this mean the ark? See the whole ark story, as we've been going over before this. It's it's analogous to the resurrection. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So does that mean he is not commanded to subdue the earth because the earth has been subdued? It has just been the flood has happened. The whole earth essentially at this point, literally physically, has been subdued mm-hmm. in in the physical picture of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus hasn't come yet. It's still a, a, a picture, a rehearsal of what Jesus has yet to do. So the earth spiritually hasn't been subdued. But is this essentially saying you don't, know, you don't need to subdue the earth, man, because it has been subdued. So, so is there no command to subdue the earth because it's done? Did the flood physically subdue it as a picture of Yeshua's spiritual subjugation? And for right now, I'll just throw that out any any other thoughts or any of that makes sense it makes sense the only thought that I have um,
1: and this may not be accurate but we're also told not to be of this world we're supposed to keep our thoughts on our actual home, which is the kingdom so maybe we're also maybe in a way he's saying keep your keep yourself in the heavenly heavenly idea don't be of the world you know don't Something of that nature, you know?
2: Right. Yeah. And then also what barks out at me is, you know, like you said, to me, the ark represents Jesus then uh, to me. um, As far as the three levels of platforms on the ark. Yeah. um, Now it's the Father, the Holy Spirit, you know, and Jesus. You know, the three levels. So Yahweh God. Yahweh God is the embodiment. That is... The ark and, and like we in him. Yes, we're yeah. in him. And that's how the whole world is subdued by the flood. Right. And, you know, the ark is our rebirth, our re repair, if you will, um, mm-hmm. to connect back to the, the earth. Now, once it dries out, that's what barks out to me. That's I like that.
0: Now, I went back because um, on in Genesis 128, when we were there, I looked up the word subdue in well, the Hebrew to see what it is, so why is it missing here? So I, I looked it up again, and uh, you might get a kick out of this, um, I did at the time. It's Strong's Concordance number 3533. Now subdue, yeah, let me tell you the definition first. It means to tread down, it means to conquer, to subjugate, to bring into bondage by force. Um, so there's very definitely some militaristic terminology going on here. So. I thought this was funny because the Hebrew pronunciation of this definition is kabash. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought it up at that time. It sounded like a comic book. Yeah, sound like right. the hero. Like you just see, that bubble, little bubble, kabash. Yeah, with a couple little bubble over like kabash. Yeah, see a guy just getting smacked. Uh huh. So now in the word picture, um, so this is what's going on. He he's leaving out this word subdue. So the word picture, uh, I don't know if I brought this up to you, but the Hebrew letters, mm-hmm. each letter yeah, also that, has yeah. a word involved with it. It has you another story. Show that to me at work. So if you sh- if you take each letter and the word picture associated with it and take the letters in a word and put each word picture together, it could form another story, yeah, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So, oh,
2: very uh, interesting to me.
0: So the, le- the Hebrew letters here are kaf, bait, and sheen. And if you take the word pictures together, a possible interpretation I came up with that this word says is with your hand, while in your house, destroy. And at the time we were discussing this, this is a picture to me of like cleaning. Mm -hmm. So like you're in your house and you're destroying filth, germs, Mm -hmm. the the things that would seek to corrode, destroy. Um, and that's what's happening here in the house of God. We were told to subdue it, mm-hmm. cleanse it, cleanse it. Uh, and so going back. You to that's why the flood came? I think that's
2: part of it. It's part, it. part of it. Definitely part. I think it's part, part of it. Sometimes people, when I hear it, they say it's Noah's flood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it was Noah's flood. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? When I keep hearing people <laughs> saying like, Noah's flood, Noah's flood, it's like the other day I was listening to the Christian Network Radio, and they kept talking about Noah's flood, and, Noah's, and I'm like, Noah did not flood nothing. <laughs> Noah built the boat yeah. that God flooded the whole earth, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and what gets me and barks out to me is, you know, Noah built in 120 years, you know, built the ark. But in 120 years, people mocked him, made fun of him, didn't, didn't care, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And it's just like you have all this time to get on the ark. We have all this time to get into Christ. And we don't look at it that way. We look at it as, yeah, whatever, you're just a Christian. I'll go to church whenever I want to. And it's like, how many more times, how many more years until he actually returns? Because I think this next flood that's coming is not going to be a rain flood. You know what I mean? I picture it as a flood of fire, Mm -hmm. you know, a flood Uh, of, it's going to be a different type of flood. and and, and how many more years do you need to well and that's the thing too
1: so jesus himself said the last days would be like the days of noah and does this not this present generation that we're in does not this not feel like it's evil like it's i mean that shooting that just happened mm -hmm. you know what i mean the the shooting that just happened um i mean they gave so many signs about these last days with you know the the what the the pandemics and the violence against Christians and, yeah. and mm-hmm. we'll call, we'll call evil good and good evil. satanic uh, you know? rituals. Mm-hmm. That's
2: just all and, over TV and yeah. you know, Satan, Satan, hype no more. And so, I mean,
1: if this isn't the days of Noah <laughs>
0: exactly. exactly. I mean. and we just got finished with uh, this earlier too, but, um, Jesus or uh, God saying, I will no longer again, send flood of waters mm-hmm. to destroy the earth. Mm-hmm. He didn't say he wouldn't send a flood of anything else. Exactly. He just said, I will never again destroy the world with water. Exactly. And we talked about how that was analogous to the resurrection experience. He only had to come once. Yeah. If he were to send another flood of water, it would be a physical statement that Jesus had to die more than once for our yeah. sins. Yeah. So he was saying, no, this this was a one-time mm-hmm. event. That's uh, it. And when
1: fire now, can be used to cleanse. And exactly. fire can be used. Control burning can bring back...
2: Yeah, you know, beautiful pastures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we have control burning out in the property out in Norwalk. My, my wife's family's property. Um, when they do control burns, the 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 beauty that comes from mm-hmm. you know yeah. being burned, you know ah. something physically goes through something and then rebirths. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, to me, I just think. God's tired man. God's tired of throwing his lifelines. The last lifeline is Jesus. Uh, you know, how many more do we need? Well, he says he's, how many more? He says he's the long-suffering
1: God because he yeah. has to put up with this nature that we have. Yeah. This yeah. is not what was
0: supposed to be for us. It hurts I mean, him. I mean, you think about that. He died for the people who hated him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, 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 just the love and the compassion and, and yeah. like you said, the long-suffering. Um, of, of He died for us. Every one of us, mm-hmm. when we rejected him, yep. he didn't die. He didn't wait for us to come around and go, oh, you know what? You are the God of love. I think I'm going to start loving you. Okay, now I'll die for you. No, no, no he died while we were persecuting
2: him. Mm-hmm. No. And I think that's, that's us in general now today is can we love anybody for, you know, just to love them? Yeah. You know, could, do we choose who to love? Mm-hmm. Um, I love you because you bring something for me. Right. I love you yeah. because you right. offer this for me. Can you just show up and love somebody just because they're human and they're alive mm-hmm. and they're here for a purpose? Like, In the image of God, made yeah. God. yeah. A lot God, of people they, don't look at that. You
0: know, do we understand they are as loved by God as as God loves us exactly?
1: exactly. And I don't want to get us too off track, but if you ask a modern person you know does the life of that dog matter more than the life of that human and most people are going to say the life of that dog matters Mm -hmm. more than Mm -hmm. that life of that human i mean when i was younger i was guilty of the the same kind of thoughts until my heart was changed you know and and that's that's what Mm -hmm. we're combating is people don't they don't realize we are created in the image of god Mm -hmm. they think Mm -hmm. we're animals yes the system's been telling them that
2: for us and that's why i think you know we go back to Genesis and Noah and everything, it's just like now we keep... Getting, I see the signs physically. Mm-hmm. I see it where it's like, come, come to me. You know, I can't keep throwing you these little things. And it's like, how many more times are you going to be stubborn? Right. You know, how many more times are you going to be, you know, a friend of mine showed me a video and, you know, the guy gets there. He, he supposedly dies and, and they, look, they, they presented entering heaven like a bouncer at a club and uh, the dude sitting there like this big old guy and the dude's like yeah man he's like i don't see you on the list he's like oh no me and jesus are good you know we go back we go way back and dude knocks on the door says boss this guy dressed as jesus comes up to him and he's like yeah the dude says he knows you he looks him, like yeah i don't know you you don't get away from me and dude's like oh man come on man we was with the homeless and come uh-huh. on man we did this he's like yeah no i don't know you yeah. Like, yeah. And then he showed him. He touched him and showed him all the times he kept uh, having people come up. Hey, would you like to hear about my Lord Jesus Christ? Right. And all the times that he sent something to you, he like, no, nah, I'm good. Hey, no, nah, I'm good. And then he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, get away from me. I don't know you.
1: I can't think of anything more horrible than being there and him saying i don't know you
2: yeah yeah that that to me uh lately has been like holy moly like right. i don't want that no matter what i do mm-hmm. no matter uh how many times i try to do good deeds it's like i don't want i want that relationship mm-hmm. with him now you know and then, yeah the arc is a beautiful symbol to me um about his compassion his love that he gave you something mm-hmm. he gave you yeah. something yeah. and you still reject him <laughs> right
0: and that's what, yeah, in, in the, the ones leading up to this, we talk about how his his mercy is actually seen. A lot of people want to see the ark as God going, you pathetic fools, I'm killing you all. And and mm-hmm. and when you look at it, it's really his mercy. And He's like, it. hey, I'm about to kill you all. Here, get on this boat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but um, let me go on here uh, for time's sake. I, I don't mean to interrupt. Anyway, no, 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 I want to keep going with this. Please do it. <laughs> But uh, another thing I just point just to point out here, I looked up the, um, because it's exactly the same, I said in Genesis 1:28, and now in English, so I just checked the Hebrew and it's also exactly the same. Peru, Urebu, Umelu et Haares. Again, I'm not a fluent Hebrew speaker, I hope I said that properly, but the Hebrew is exactly the same, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth on both. Uh, so that's when it changes. I just, I'm just throwing that out there to say, again, in the Hebrew, not just the English. We didn't just interpret it, you know, the same way, but it's actually different. It is exactly the same in the original Hebrew both times. Now, Genesis 1.28's command, after it says, and subdue, we talked about that being left out. Genesis 1.28's command that God gives Adam and Eve is to have dominion over every living thing. This has changed now, and it becomes a statement that the fear of man will now be on every living thing. So as we discussed previously, to have dominion, one of the things we talked about is you cannot have dominion over something that can outdo you. So we were pondering, man was given dominion over birds that could fly, over fish that remained underwater over over the elephant that was massive you know and, and things like that does this mean that we had a perfect glorified body that could do anything that could fly that could go underwater that could wrestle an elephant to the ground if needed whatever we see jesus post resurrection he had a glorified body he would just appear in the midst of people <laughs> through a locked door uh things like that is he returning essentially to the body that Adam originally had before sin. So when we were perfect, were we not limited in the ways that we are now? And now um, I'm wondering, do we not have dominion anymore? Because we can't, how can you have dominion over the birds when you can't when the bird cannot do you. The bird can just say, yeah. Forget you, fly yeah, away. Higher, right? How can we have dominion over right. the fish when the fish is a mile under the, the water and we mm-hmm. can't hey come back here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just I'm gone.
1: Well we see some example of Jesus having dominion over fish. He brings them yeah. to the fishermen. Yeah. You know. Jesus definitely, yeah.
0: But but we are no longer said it, it's no longer said here that you have dominion. Now to Noah he says, the fear and the dread of you will be on every animal. So I started thinking about what's the difference here. And, and that was one of the things I thought of. We know we're, we're now in sin. Yeah, yeah. So we now have, we don't have that perfect body. Yeah, yeah. We don't have that ability. So now fear. Now two things I will say. I noticed fear and dread. There's what's called the rule of first usage in the Bible. And basically, when you're trying to figure out the interpretation of a word, go back to the Bible to the very first time it was used and see how is it used. And then every other time, you should kind of compare it to that to see how you should interpret the word. Fear and dread, this verse is the first time they're both used. So um, fear (coughs) is Strong's Concordance number 4172. And one of the things that jumped out at me as I was looking this up, fear, the English word fear is used many times in the Bible. The Hebrew word being used here is used very few times. In fact, it is not used again until uh, Psalms 920. Wow. Do you think the translation is what? No, the translation is accurate, but the Hebrew word specifically Um, That every other time in English we see the word fear from Mm -hmm. here on out until Psalms is another word or a couple other words, a couple of the Hebrew words. So that 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 struck me that this specific word, for example, uh, and this is what things like this struck me um, when we were just researching Noah's flood. Mm -hmm. There's a Hebrew word for flood that is only used in this story in the story. And it is not used again until Psalms when David is referring back to Noah's flood. That's the only other time in the Bible that it's used. Which gives this event such a special meaning. So when we read English, we just see Noah's flood. And then later we'll see the word flood used again. And it's just the word flood. But in the Hebrew, this is a specific, isolated, special thing that is different from any other flood that comes. Um, So those things like that kind of jump out at me. Why is this... The only one used here. And then rest of Genesis, the word fear comes up again, but it's a different Hebrew word. Um, now this is the word mora. Mora. And it is, and it means fear. Uh, by implication, a fearful thing or deed. It can also mean dread. It can mean something that ought to be feared. Terribleness or terror. Now the word picture here, mem resh Aleph. A possible interpretation I came up with was the mighty highest leader and I thought that fear and and I went back to the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom when we fear God we're acknowledging your God I'm not we fear God because he's God we love God because he first loved us So God says, I'm God, you're not, I can squish you like an ant. You, fear, you respect that. Yeah. But the reason we love him is because he says, I have the power to destroy you, but I don't want to. I yeah. want to lift you up. I want to make you mine. Uh, Do you think that fear came,
2: you know, prior, like you're saying, prior it to be used uh, one way, this way, and then more times later on? Do you think it was because we didn't fear before? You think it's because, like you said, we were so complete? That is possible. You know what I mean? That now that we yeah. messed up and we have sin in us, now that fear comes in.
0: Because that's one of the reasons I was thinking, why is this the first time fear yeah. got used? Why wasn't fear used with Cain yeah, and Abel? Yeah,
2: to. we used to walk along with lions and yeah. you know, stuff like that. But uh-huh. we trying to do that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go to the zoo and get inside yeah. the lions and <laughs> see if you, uh, you know, could walk right next door without fear.
0: Well, and it's also... And this is, and he's talking about, the, he put the fear of us in
1: animals. Yeah, so I was yeah. to say. This. So this is from the animals' perspective. from animals. That they're fearing us now. Yeah. And, but, but, but why? Well, for one thing, we're the reason that the curse came. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So... I, I think a I, very big part of it there's there's not a, there there's not a lot of like i can't, I can't point to anything in particular and say this is absolutely true this is what happened <laughs> in the Garden of Eden, but I do think once again, to have dominion over something, I think we, we had to be able to communicate to it. Yeah. I do believe that we were able to, maybe not with words, but in some way we were able
0: to fully communicate with animals. They understood. Oh, man, my, dog, my dog knows. I mean, my dog can
2: understand. We yeah. communicate. Right.
0: But even yeah. as, as we were talking earlier, when the serpent communicated with Eve, yeah. we don't see a picture of Eve going, what in the world's going Ooh, on? Yeah. We just we, we just
1: see Eve. It. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're talking right. with it on a lot of
0: So, So I
1: have this. I, I there have been times where I have been especially with dogs where I have been talking to a dog and we have a moment where we're looking at each other yeah. and I feel like he's fully yeah. understanding Yeah, him. Oh yeah. And I'm the one that's not fully understanding him. Yes.
2: Yes, that's cuz I got four dogs. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you at be like yeah, 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 you know I'm talking to you. <laughs> and I
1: think that I think that they are I So, you know, we're the the special ones with a soul, a God-breathed soul. They don't necessarily have that, but I do think they have the intelligence enough, just like just like the other types of heavenly creatures and things that are, are around, they ha- they know what happened. Mm-hmm. I think the fear of, of us is partially due to the fact that we, because they know we
2: caused the curse. Yes. We're yes. falling now. You know, we're not perfect. We're right. not, we're not. Yeah. No, right. I, could be, I could be wrong, but didn't we not in the beginning, we didn't eat flesh. You know, we yeah. was made for and, and that's actually one of the other so, things so, I was going to so talk So that's the thing. Now we grow things. You mm-hmm. know, we kill deer. We kill cattle. You know, we, now, we did. We
0: there was, I mean, we see it in the very beginning, Adam and Eve, he says, you know, all this, the grains are food for you, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, after they fall. Um, even if they're not eating meat, we see Cain and Abel go to give a sacrifice yep. and Abel sacrifices his lamb. Yep. So he's killing the animal yep. and he's laying that before God. So we, we see that, you know, yeah, death was happening mm-hmm. that way, mm-hmm. even if they're not eating it. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't say they weren't eating it at that point, yep. but, but we can definitely say they were, you know, death of yep. the animals was happening at yep. that point. And in fact, God himself, the, from the first moment they sin, he goes and kills an animal and, uh, and provides the skin for them <clears throat> to dress themselves. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, but yes, uh, the Bible says as far as eating goes, uh, specifically where it talks about that in Genesis, he says, in, and the gra- the, the, uh, the grains mm-hmm. and the fruits will be for you and yeah. the grasses and the herbs will be, be for, for the, the animals. Yep,
2: yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Because I'm a little off subject, but, you know, I've been I've been on this weight loss journey um, mm-hmm. lately. And, uh, you know, a guy, a friend of mine told me, you know, they keep talking about protein this, protein that. Mm-hmm. And I go back to the gorillas in the jungle, you know. They don't eat protein. They eat other fruits and, 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 and vegetables and leaves. And they're one of the strongest animals yeah. in the jungle. <laughs> I mean, I want to be big you know like a gorilla you know and this so it goes back to the, i i don't necessarily think us as humans were so trained um that protein 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 you know yeah. you need to bulk up bulk up and it's like go find a gorilla <laughs> and tell me if you need to lift weights and, and get my reps in and, and they've, no <laughs>
1: they've unintentionally done experiments with lions not not in good situations this was like foreign zoos where they didn't they didn't, weren't able to afford meat, yeah. so they would give them whatever they could, and mm-hmm. it was it was vegetables, it was mm-hmm. leaves, it was, and lions still still survive and thrive. Yeah, yeah. So it is possible that not people say i want to go eat know, salads all the time, right? <laughs> but it is it is possible that you know we haven't lost that
0: ability. To only eat the things that yeah. were provided <laughs> right. because at one point, you know, the Bible says eventually the lion will lay down with the lamb, mm-hmm. which means it won't be eating, won't be chasing. Right. lamb. Oh, yeah. And I believe at one point before sin entered the earth, that was already happening. Yeah. And then right. and things changed, and you know,
2: <clears throat> as a kid, uh, as a kid, yeah. I remember seeing uh, uh, Bible pictures. You know, going to Sunday school, and I remember having this book, and uh, I don't remember the name of the book, but it had that it had lions and, mm-hmm. and, and and playing with other animals. The Garden of Eden was just so perfect. And I think it was when sin entered, everything changed because I yeah. think if we were to, going back to your original question, I think if we would have stayed that way, it would have made us think that we're more powerful and smarter, that we'd have more knowledge, we'd have more control over the animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do things. And I think that's what God wanted us to do. Yeah. You know? So once we sinned, we started this whole chain of events that led up to where we're at now.
1: Yeah. In Revelation study, I've talked about this before. I believe that we have to go through a certain amount of trials and tribulations in our life. Oh. Because if God just says, I'm going to give you all the rewards, mm-hmm. we're not going to have the gratitude. Yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to worship him and say, wow, thank you for mm-hmm. taking us out of this and giving us the, something so far better than we could even possibly mm-hmm. imagine. You know, so I think I think we have to go through some testing, some trials.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing that a lot with kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to go off the subject, but, uh, you know, kids these days, um, especially with my own daughter. You know, I uh, have a 15-year-old daughter, and all I wanted for her as a father was to provide the best life for her. Right. Mm-hmm. So I gave her everything. i give you this, i give you this, i give you that. And sometimes I catch myself now, it's like, I shouldn't have gave you this. I shouldn't have <laughs> let you stumble here. Uh-huh, yeah. I shouldn't do. And I think that's how our Heavenly Father is with us. You know, he lets us stumble. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. He lets us hurt. He lets yeah. us cry. He let us fall and, and, and hurt ourselves. Because that made me, the person I am today, mm-hmm. stronger, you know, more courageous, mm-hmm. a little more confident. And sometimes with her, I'll see that because I gave her everything, and I still do. My wife says she's got you wrapped around your pinky. <laughs> you know what? She's my daughter, and that's how it is. But well, now I'm seeing it. where I should have backed off.
1: That also helps yeah. us build our trust too. Yeah. So if if we're going through something and we trust and hold on to that promise, mm-hmm. and then when that promise finally comes, yeah. you know, we, we we're building our trust too. If we, and, you know, sometimes we're going to say, you know what? I I, I right <clears throat> now this is too hard to go through. I don't understand this, and yeah. we might have moments where. You know, we're like, I can't believe it that it can get better.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah! But then when it does, you know, we start to build that trust. Mm-hmm. Too. So the next time we get into that same situation, yeah. you know what? The last time I was in something that I he thought, was, you know, that was horrible. He got me out of it. I'm going to trust that he's going to do it again and yeah. again and again until we finally get to the point where everyone is, you know, where they need to be and, yep. and,
0: and, and, and we've got the, we got the gratitude and we're worshiping mm-hmm. because we know how bad it was, right? yep. you know. Yep. So the next word I looked up was dread. So we got fear and dread. Um, this is Strong's Concordance 2844 and it's pronounced "cough." I think. It might be "cath," but uh, "cough." Now, concretely, it means crushed or afraid abstractly it means terror, uh, which some English translations actually use. The word terror here, instead of fear and dread, they use fear and terror. Uh, it can also mean broken, dismayed, dread, or fear. Uh, and as I said, this one is also the first usage in the Bible that we get this word in. So we have the fear and the dread of man will be on all animals. Now the word picture for this one uh, Uh, ket and tav, a a couple possible interpretations I came up with is separated from the cross or cut off from the covenant. So one of the things, and and we've just been talking about it as far as the animals right here. So the fear and the dread of man will be on animals from now on. Is it because we are... Mighty highest leader. We're in the image of God, the mighty highest leader. We have been placed above all on this planet, but we're cut off from the covenant. We're separated. Hmm. So we are the powerful ones with the power to, to do whatever we want. And now it's a power to harm. Instead of do everything good for everything on the planet, yeah. did God put a fear and dread of us in the animals to protect His creation
2: yeah. from us? we would have wiped them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we would have wiped them out. You know, if a lion, if a deer comes up to you in hunting season, you know, being a hunter, uh huh, that's the most perfect thing you can do. Yeah, well, that's why everybody think they got camouflage and desets and mm-hmm. and do what they got to do because they know. They, uh-huh. How many years? Have they hunted and hunted? Deer just don't I mean you might see a video where a deer comes up and eats out of a palm somebody mm-hmm. uh, but you d- deer no men bad me go yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I run <laughs> Well we have plenty of
1: examples of species that we have hunted to extinction exactly because no. of,
2: you know whatever reason, but mm-hmm. yeah, no wonder they or they have fear of us and that's, and that's what and that both goes back to your question is if we didn't have that. It wouldn't be nothing, no resource, nothing in life. And yeah. So he was actually protecting us too yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah because yeah. everything has a purpose. If we kill all our resources, then we start killing each other. Mm-hmm. Then we don't have nothing. Life can't revolve, you know. Now,
0: going on uh, to what we are talking about with the food, God right here says, every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. Yeah. So now, previously, and we've talked about this before, but there are several places where God talked in the Bible about what you can eat. Mm-hmm. This is the second one. The first one was earlier in Genesis where he says all the, the grains and the fruit shall be yours. Now he gives us the animals. Now he says every moving thing. So he gives us, there's no restriction. To be afraid. Anything on the earth you can eat. It is not. So this means for one thing, it is not an evil act to eat pork, mm-hmm. which Exodus bans. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know, uh, which the law. We'll it's not maybe fun. the
2: impurity and the dirtiness.
0: <laughs> there's I don't know. there's a reason for it, yeah. and, and there is a reason why he sets it up that way. But what this is saying is essentially now. Um, I have a couple other things. So there are rules for eating according to the law in Exodus, and they represent spiritual truths. Now, one of the things that you don't know that one, one of my big things that I and anyone watching me regularly will go, oh, he's going to say it again. Uh, <laughs> But I I see everything physical in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Everything in the physical realm that God set up is a rehearsal or a practice or something representing something spiritual. So what God did right here in a nutshell is he said Adam and Eve sinned, and they're cut off. They used to be spiritually perfect, Mm -hmm. in tune with God. Now they're separated. Now God traps them in time limits them to the physical reality because if he, he allows them into the spiritual, death and life cannot coexist, we'd be wiped out in God's purity. So in his mercy, he trapped us in the spiritual or in the physical realm. So now we cannot understand the things of the spirit. It's impossible. We no longer have that connection. So what does he do in his mercy? He takes his perfect spiritual laws and he limits them to physical applications. So everything you see in the physical has a spiritual interpretation that when Jesus came, he started to expound upon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when the Holy Spirit arrived, and he came, and God sent the Holy Spirit into us, this is why Paul said, I understand mysteries that the prophets longed to see into. It was impossible for them because they didn't have that connection. Now that we have the Holy Spirit, Paul had that connection. Yeah. And he's saying, I'm starting to see... What everything in the Old Testament was actually talking about. Mm. And so what God did is He said, I'm going to limit it to a simple physical law that is easy for you to understand. Um, But this is why if I eat a pig, you know, if I eat bacon, it's not that eating the pig is evil, it's that there's a reason for it in Exodus. It represents something else to the priestly nation yes. that well, that God set up to be an image of God to yes. everyone else. Yes, um, and there is something behind it, and we should understand why God set that up mm-hmm. and what it actually means. Um, but there was some physical
1: stuff, though, too, because there was some physical. God stuff was with it. totally aware of germs, mm-hmm. and we were not. Yeah, you know? so uh there was quite a bit of uh like the whole you know when you've been around a dead person you have yeah. to you know, separate yourself from 7 yeah. days and all this no, kind of stuff no. it's because god but, yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. exactly. God has given was giving us <laughs> what? God understood, no what, of... yeah. God understood you know? what germs were and all that kind of thing before we did yeah. so if you follow his laws on a physical level, God told the Israelites if you follow my laws you will not get the diseases of the, exactly. the, the pagans, right. the everyone else but also your spirit will not get
1: the diseases yes. and mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on in the mm-hmm. spirit but though. they
0: all have a you spiritual know? application that we can see now so what I'm seeing is I can eat bacon and not worry that I'm breaking, that I'm doing something yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah. Because God just said right here, separating yourself from God uh, if I eat this turkey. Yeah, bacon you <laughs> Turn have, turkey bacon. Yeah, sorry. I <laughs> uh, mean, I've been eating so much turkey bacon like <laughs> that's all bacon I eat.
2: Now. You know. But,
0: but there is something to understand about the spiritual application of that. Yeah. For example, pigs were garbage eaters. Yeah. Well, uh, so. When you, yeah, when you eat a pig, you're taking in yourself, oh, it tastes good, it's salty, it's wonderful, but you're putting garbage yeah. in your body. Yeah. So spiritual application, uh, what are you watching? The movies you're watching, the books you're reading. What are you taking that tastes good, but it's filling you with garbage, yeah. Yeah. you know? So I can take that lesson that God physically gave me and move it over to a spiritual application, see what he was actually showing me. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew 15, 11, and then 17 through 20 says, What enters into the mouth defiles not the man, no. but what proceeds out no. of the mouth, that defiles the man. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. Do you not understand that whatever enters into the mouth enters into the belly and is cast out in the latrine? No. But those things which come out of the mouth, they come from the heart, and they are those things which defile the man. <coughs>
2: Sorry. And even mm-hmm. then, they were talking about uh, didn't they wash their hands before they ate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah. From, for from the heart proceeds
0: evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, lies, and blasphemies. These are those things which defile the man. But that a man should eat without washing his hands,
2: that defiles not the man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean you eat a pork chop at the fair; don't make you bad. Mm-hmm. But let somebody step step on your shoes. At the fair. You know what I mean? See what happens there. Or cut you off. You want to go get yourself funnel cake. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's not the pork that's going to, that's um, dirtying you inside. It's what yeah. it comes out from you.
0: So this is why um, when God set up this, the laws in Exodus, what he was saying is you are going to be my priestly nation to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And you, by because of that, you have to look like me and certain things represented God Mm. that the rest of the world didn't have to do just the same way. The Levitical tribe, Mm. they were the priestly nation. They were the priestly tribe within Israel. Mm. The Levitical tribe had certain rules that the rest of Israel didn't have to follow. And it's not, it's not because you're better or this is evil. It's because you are a picture of me. The Levitical tribe was supposed to be a picture of God to the rest of the nation of Israel, and the nation of Israel was supposed to be a picture of God to the other mm-hmm. nations of the world. Um, for example, Nineveh is a pagan nation; they're a Gentile nation. Mm-hmm. They're not. Uh, when Jonah goes to
2: Nineveh,
0: mm-hmm. um, they ask for forgiveness. He re- he preaches and they repent. Now. The, the laws in Exodus say you have to go to Jerusalem if no, you have sinned right, right. you have to cut a cow you have to cut a goat you have to two doves whatever mm. this is for your sin this will be the sacrifice they didn't do that they they were just forgiven yeah huh. you know why because they were not of the tribes of Israel exactly. they were just uh that was specifically for a purpose to see God in that event. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that the blood of doves, it wasn't that the blood of the cows saved them. It was a picture. It was a representation. Yeah. The, the people of Nineveh just said, you're right. We're sorry. We repent and God forgave and them. was it. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think we lost that translation a lot where people look at certain people, you know, they might look at me and, you know, how is this guy a Christian? you know, Mm -hmm. uh, he looks like somebody who, you know, did this and did that. I got friends that got bodies full of tattoos. right? You know, and and they don't look at, well, how can you have tattoos? That's that's not Christian. You -hmm. can't can't do this. You can't dress like this. That's not Christian. Well, hold on a minute. You know what I mean? How do you know what I am? It's from the heart. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's where I think people has lost their translation from that, you know. It goes back to what you were saying. Each tribe had to represent something. I know I got a friend at work um, he practices Islamic, uh, and he, uh, nothing to do. You know, yesterday I was eating, uh, pork rinds with cactus and, uh, beans and rice for lunch. And he's looking at me and he's just looking at me like, ew. And I'm like, what? Like you're eating, you're eating pork. I'm sitting there taking each piece <laughs> slowly like yeah, that. It tastes really good. Like what is wrong? Eat some. No, nah, I can't do that. But get. You know, he says the word, the, 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 you know, he damns God every five seconds. And, mm-hmm. you know, the way he talks. And it's just like, my mind, I'm like, brother, how how, how are you doing what you do and Say, I can't eat pork, but yet you're going to say this and say that. And then it's just like, come on, man. I mean, yeah. We're so lost out here.
1: So there's, even with that hand-washing example, the, the religious leaders are too concerned about about the rules yeah the rules keep it up keep it up on the rules that they're not paying attention to the the heart so you know you have these in modern times too you have these religious leaders you have these people who are heads of churches and elders and all this kind of stuff and they will say they'll gossip about you you know and say he he can't be a Christian and all this (coughs) kind of stuff not realizing that their idea of just going to church and you know giving a little money to this and to this is not saving them you know that's the difference the difference is you know what's going to get you saved you know what you got to do not a lot of actual practicing professing Christians actually know what to do and so that's the that's the hard thing so when that situation happens
2: we got to try to love them too and understand they're confused Um, and I think that's the most part about it now that I'm learning Um, you know because I just I've been knowing Jesus and and, and, and God my whole life. Uh, I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother's Catholic. Um, I actually got uh, baptized last year in about June. My mom's like, "I baptized you when you was a child." Right, and yeah. I'm like, "You know what I've done <laughs> since I've been a child. Like I, yeah, <laughs> I need a." And she just to this day, she's like, "I just don't understand why you got baptized. You, you baptized one, you're good." I was like, "See, that's why I don't understand." You know, Catholics, you know, you can sit there and sin Monday through sun, Saturday and then mm-hmm. Sunday, go somewhere and say a couple things and I'm good back to sinning on Monday. I was like, I just never, that never sat well with you. Say you know, a prayer like, to the wrong person. Exactly. And then you're, you're fun, good.
0: You know you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like
2: I just, I just never understood that. And, and that's part of it because we want
0: control of our own lives. We don't want to you know. give up to, we don't want this relationship. We want. Religion. We we actively want it. Religion is
2: sold more more like insurance or (laughs) Mm -hmm. something, man. It's sold to give you... If I
0: accomplish this, this, and this, I'm good. Exactly. That's what we want. We want to earn it. Mm -hmm. We want to do it ourselves. We want to feel like if I have done ABC, I'm good. It doesn't matter how much I sin. It doesn't matter how how selfish I am. I wanna know I'm good. Yes. And instead of just falling in love with the the one who loved you so much he died for you and just and just being with him Mm -hmm. and embracing and and falling at his feet with tears of joy and letting him lift you up and hold hold Mm -hmm. you and saying Mm -hmm. you're mine and we wanna turn it we wanna we we just wanna say I just want to do my own thing and not feel bad about it.
1: Well and I think there's also you know, God raises up people for the times that they're in. So if you have a guy that is fully covered in, in tattoos and he knows how to street, how to speak to the inner city people, you know, I go into that situation, I'm probably not going to have much, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to have much yep. result because,
2: yep. you know, we're... I, they're not going to connection. Yeah. connection not going to be, the, you know, you're not going to be in there. I do this every, as a matter of fact, shout out to my people right now, uh, Thug in 11 Ministries, um, It's a ministry that goes out and hits the streets every Saturday. Uh, We go out and uh, we go out into the homeless camps. There's about 3,800 homeless people in Des Moines right now. Mm -hmm. And we go to five different camps. Uh, Some of them just want to come out and have a warm meal. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, my my brother, Bert Knapp, um, look him up on Facebook. He uh, started that ministry and he does so many things for the homeless. And to me, it's like that's where I want to be. That's where I, I belong mm-hmm. because I've been there. You know, I've been yeah. I've been not, not necessarily homeless myself, but I've been in the streets. I can relate to them. Right. I can relate to the drug usage. I can relate to the lostness of just being by myself and nobody yeah. there. You know, and, and some people try. They go and they just like minister like, hey, here's food. You yeah. know, and it's like they don't want that. They, they, they want to be felt like human beings. They mm-hmm. want to be felt like, you care for me. I don't want to sit here and hold a sign and have somebody come and just throw dollars at me, take a picture, and like, oh, look at my good deed today. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But they don't want that. They're not a puppet. They're not a little puppy in a in a glass case that you can walk by and like, oh, you know, hugs and kisses, you know, uh-huh. and, and walk away. They want you. You know, there, there's a guy that told me, he's like, man, I love, I look forward to Saturdays. I look forward because... You guys come, you know. I look forward to have a conversation with you guys, you know. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I think it is where where I feel more comfortable with. I'm in the mud. I'm out there. I'm I'm, I'm pulling them from there, you know. I'm, I'm telling them, hey, you matter. You know, you, yeah, I care for you. No matter where you're at in life, I don't see you like a nuisance. Right. You know, I don't see you as you're destroying property, you know, tax right. dollars and this and that. You're not a number to me. You're a human being. You know, and that's where people, I think, get it lost. And that's where I thrive. Because vice versa, I, I have no computer experience. I wouldn't know how to do none of this. I, I tell my wife, my daughters, like, fill this out for me. You know what I mean? when it comes to flipping around the street side of it, the, what uh-huh. scares people, that's my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't understand <laughs> that I, I, I thrive in situations uh, here.
0: I know. got something that, yeah, I... I to, to add to that, but I'm going to wait for the conversation. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to no that. Thank you for that. I'm not yeah, uh, no that, that was awesome. I love but but I don't, uh, uh, I want to go ahead and wrap it up with this last thing here and then we'll jump into yep. more of that because uh, I want to keep you going on that. Yeah. I want All to keep right. you going, I I, but, uh, 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 this last, this last part that I had here was, it talks about, and I'll read it again. The last part of the verses here, let me go back. Okay. So he's he's finished saying every moving thing that lives will be as food for you as the green herb have I given you all. And then he says, only flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall you not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, even at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Whoso sheds man's blood by man shall his blood be shed, for in the image of Elohim made he man. So there's very definitely an emphasis on blood here. Yeah. Now, he's just finished talking about what you can eat, and, and it very clearly there, there's there's whoever sheds blood will need to have his blood shed by man. This is an interesting bit. In the physical sense, it seems clear that he's saying if any man is murdered, the life of the murderer must be ended. You know, there's very very clearly he's saying, hey, you shed blood, your blood's going to be required. And in the physical, that's definitely part of what's happening, but there's more to be uncovered here. There's just this emphasis on blood following the eating of flesh. It's not a coincidence. He's talking about what you can eat, and then we go right into this blood imagery here. God gives man every living thing as food. But then adds a caveat to cook it fully before eating it. Do not eat the blood. Mm -hmm. For the life is in the blood. It then goes on to say, if any man sheds blood, his blood will be shed by man. Why? Because he was made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. On a physical level... We can see God is protecting us, what we've just talked about. He's protecting us from many of the diseases that we now understand you can eat by eating raw, bloody food, as well as as condemning murder. Mm -hmm. But spiritually, again, this is a physical picture, and in the physical sense, there's a perfection to it. Don't eat the blood, because God knows we'll get hurt by that. Don't kill people, because God knows that's bad. On a physical level, there's a perfection to it. But it's limited to the physical level. On the spiritual level, what is he saying? Uh, Matthew, I'm going to go into it with this emphasis on life being in the blood. It made me think of this. Matthew 26, 27, 28. And afterwards he took the cup and blessed and gave to them, saying, Drink you all of it, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many to atone for sinners. Mark 14, 23 through 24, and he took a cup and gave thanks and blessed and gave to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, this is my blood of the new covenant that is shed for many. Luke 22, 20, uh, in the Hebraic Roots version, I believe this is 22, 17 in the King James Version. And after they ate, he took a cup and gave thanks over it and said, take this, divide it among you. This is my blood of the new covenant. So there's this Jesus talking to the disciples saying, this uh, represents my blood. So you need to drink my blood and eat my flesh to have one with me. And I'm going to see John 6, 51 through 58. I am the bread of life because I descended from heaven. And if anyone should eat of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my body that I give for the life of the world. And the Judeans were quarreling with one another and saying, How can this man give us his body to eat? And Yeshua said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, that unless you eat the body of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life in yourself. Mm -hmm. And he who eats of my body and drinks of my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up in the last day. For truly my body is food and my blood truly is drink. He who eats my body and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and I am alive because of the Father, so he who eats me also will live because of me. This is the bread that has descended from heaven, not as your fathers ate manna and died. He who eats this bread will live forever. Mm-hmm. And John 6:63 6, says, "It is the spirit that makes alive. The body does not profit anything. The words that I speak to you are spirit and life." So, combining all of that, the spirit makes alive. He's just said life is in the blood. The body does not profit. The physical representation <laughs> of the spirit is the blood mm-hmm. um, are we not told to eat the blood of animals or men in that case because it represents the taking the life or the spiritual reality of life that it offers and only Jesus can give us life right. are we told on a spiritual level you do not eat the blood or the life don't consume the life yeah. Yeah. of these animals these other creations don't consume the life that is in the entertainment industry, in Mm -hmm. Hollywood. Don't consume the life that these demonic forces wish to give you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Don't consume the life of these cults and what have you, because they're only going to lead to death. Just like consuming the blood of an animal uh, will harm you, Mm -hmm. um, on a physical level, only Jesus can give us life. Are we only to consume his blood and become one with him and enter into that uh consume that and make it a part of us by consuming the life of anything else that will actually lead to death does that make sense to you or or am i kind of i mean
2: to me it screams out as you were speaking that you know um When the tabernacle, when they were going to the tabernacle and they make the sacrifices Mm and the the, one of the priests would go and splatter the blood, you know, and it goes forward to when Jesus held the cup, he said in there, you know, drink my blood. And I think that to me screams he is the last sacrifice. He is the last thing that we have to ever sacrifice. So we don't have to do that. That's why I think he says, don't drink the blood no more. Don't splatter the blood no more. Drink mine. Mine is the only way. And it goes back to that spiritually. You know, uh, just, I am all you need. Nothing else. You don't need to sacrifice any more bulls, doves, you know, Good think PETA didn't exist back in the day. <laughs> because, <laughs> Yeah. You know, people would be assaulted, you, know, yeah. you know? You know how
0: many thousands of animals were sacrificed?
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that's what screams to me is I am the last sacrifice. There's nothing left, to, you know, right. nothing else. There's no more uh, arts coming. There's no more this. I am the only thing. He is the ark. He, he is, is the, arc, he yeah. is the sacrifice. So drink Who's this, the blood, lamb. drink this blood. Drink. I am yeah. the one. Don't drink the blood of you know uh, uh, of an animal because then you're going to think that you're power. Yeah, you're powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. It goes back to these kids watching movies and vampires and this and that, and, and mm-hmm. I'm powerful and I'm drinking life. That's what they're trying to keep you from. Uh-huh. So me in my mind, you know, yeah. She's so saying my blood is the only my thing blood, that gives my you life. Yep. Avoid these other. What I mean by bread is drugs, alcohol. Yeah, sex. yeah, all of that. It could be all that. You know, people think that I used to be one of the more I think that marijuana would keep me from hurting somebody, that would keep me from having a bad day. Mm -hmm. I always if I didn't smoke a bowl in the morning, I was not having a great day. You know what I mean? And it's not until I found the peace of of Jesus Christ who says, Peace I leave you, only peace that I can give. I found that and I'm like, Oh my goodness. Right. Like I'm 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 wow. You know what I mean? Like I never knew that I could wake up and have a great day, you know, a sunny day, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I never knew that. And now it's like I look at it and like, it's like, I can't believe I let a little plant <laughs> control me like that. You know what I mean? Put my narrative in, if I don't have this, hey, you know, if I, don't have, if I don't have that, I'm having a horrible day. And it's like, I think that's what speaks to me on that. Uh-huh. Jesus is like, my bread is all you need. My blood is the last thing you need to spill. Like, You know, I buy me You looked like you were going to say something. I was
1: just no. I was just saying, isn't it amazing how after you, after you've been changed, how you look at things so much different and they're so much more beautiful. Oh my goodness! I mean, like you know, it used to be oh there's a rainbow. Now it's oh there's a rainbow. (laughs) You know, like it's just it's more beautiful. It is after the change.
0: You know, it's the love. Absolutely, absolutely, the love. Okay. Well, uh, unless you guys have any other final thoughts, or we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, well, that was good. I was,
2: I'm, I'm more surprised. I thought I was ill prepared, and on I way here. I'm praying. And I'm like, you know, Holy Spirit, you know, lead. And, and it's just like, wow, you know, well, I this, had, had a really good conversation.
1: This is what we try. So that we do our studies separate. Yeah. So while we're while we're presenting our studies to each other, we have that then that open conversation when something hits us. So sometimes, you know. It's like, I'll be a little worried because my thoughts may not be very well formed. But more often than not, when I just let them out there, it's uh, like, actually, but, you know what? That was something. And it wasn't for me because I'm not that clever. Mm-hmm, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, and that's good. Like, you guys are doing something great, man. And, and it's awesome because, you know, I, I'm i new to the Bible reading. You know what I mean? I, I always think that your Bible's going to put me to sleep. But lately I've been noticing that the Bible is... One of the most exciting, yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, 66 books of, uh, wow, you know, I'm starting to see where no matter how good God blesses you, we always find a way to mess it up. Mm -hmm. We always find a way to screw something up because of our flesh. I homeschooled yeah. my son, and we were
0: going through the the Old Testament, mm-hmm. you know, little by little at a time. And and I remember we get to the Nate, Israel, mm-hmm. you know, standing up saying, "God, please help us." And he'd lift them up, and they'd say, "Thank you." And then they turn right back to sin and get into yeah, slavery and yeah. stuff. God, like, please.
2: I just help got them over Solomon.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And I'm like, my goodness, and you it had over it all. And
0: oh, yeah. You had it all, and you just <laughs> really. Yeah. And Matthew made the made the statement. He's like, "When would they ever learn?" And I went, "Now." Now hold on, because now now you're right, but be careful judging them because you're going to do the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. We, this
2: this is a it. Just enlightened all of us. me. Enlightened me on knowing how uh-huh. even now in times, you know, we're so blessed. You know, people live in really nice neighborhoods, really nice. Mm-hmm. This is like they count. They they still mess up. This, this, yeah. What? How would I see and reading the Bible now? We're still doing. Yeah. We're still doing. Oh and that, yeah. That just baffles my mind. It's like when are we going to learn? pastor calls it the Bible our instruction manual if you go buy something you're not just going to look at it and be like okay I'm just going to put it together <laughs> right. without reading the instruction manual you know what I mean and it's true it's true because it, you're gonna have the screws left over. What's this piece <laughs> over here? I don't know, but it's barely standing there. You know what I uh-huh. mean?
1: Which gives credibility to it too, because we are the same people. Yes, the same people we're reading about in the in, in the Bible. Yes, people don't see that. You know, you know. used to. It, it bothers me now. This never used to bother me before, but it bothers me now when people say a Bible character because yeah. it makes it seem like it was you know n- n- a nobody. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. actually a person. Yeah. And, and, and it's like no, I. I unfortunately I can look at my times in my life and I can go man I was really being Cain in that moment. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and it's good it's good that that happens because that conviction then helps you go wait exactly. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys and thank you guys for joining along. And, then, and, and like we said, not everything we say is perfect or, or, or wonderful or right. We hope that this encourages every one of you to say, hey, look what they did. They can do it. We can do it, too. Uh, we're going to repeat that over and over. So jump into your word. Uh, jump into the Bible. Jump into prayer. Chase a relationship with God. If, one, if that's all that happens, if you never watch us again, but this encourages you to chase a relationship with with Yeshua, with Yahweh, with the Holy Spirit, with the one who loves you, that's awesome. That's wonderful. So thank you again. And uh, once again, this has been Scott. Christian.
1: And this has been Brad. And this is not about us.